We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As always on Wednesdays at 1.30, we are very happy to bring on the host of Bet MGM tonight, our BetQL Network Insider, Ryan Horvat, joining us. Ryan, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, thanks so much for having me. Just uh, getting set for Thanksgiving, get the day off, which is always nice. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the food. Obviously, some good games. Hey, let me ask you guys a quick question, actually, before you guys get it. Let me uh, jump on your show and ask you guys a question. I was talking about this. Today. I love it. So I like football on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I like the NBA on Christmas Day. But I absolutely hate the NFL on Christmas Day. Would you guys agree, like, now that they've added those three games, and, and this isn't just because I'm a Packer fan and I have to watch them get demolished by the Dolphins. I like to focus on the NBA. And I'm the biggest football fan, but I don't know. I don't like the NBA. I'm sorry, the NFL being added to Christmas Day now. I feel like it's just, like, too much. And I have to, you know, celebrate with my family and see family and friends and open presents yeah, it does kind of feel like they're stepping on the on the NBA's day. But that we 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 talked about this when the when the schedule came out, like in the spring or whatever. And it's like the NFL does not care. They they will right. step on any league. And this is the battle that they're having with college football right now. When you have the bowl games on New Year's Day, like the NFL is going to do it again on New Year's Day when they when they have games and New Year's Day falls on a Sunday. Right, like that—that that should be a college football day. I, I think that right. if there's a politician that wants to run on the platform of handing the NBA Christmas Day and college football uh, New Year's Day, I'd vote for him. I would do it. I, I'm with you on that. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just like that's how we grew up. You know, I watched the NBA on Christmas Day. You got your football on Thanksgiving. Because the other thing is. Football, I have to be, like, locked in for four hours, especially if my team's playing, you know? Whereas with the NBA, you could kind of, like, you could pay attention while talking to your aunts and your grandmother and your friends and family. But, like, in football, you have to be locked in. The NBA, you really only need to see the last four minutes of the game. So that's my issue with the whole thing. It's just way too much. It's taking over the holidays. Well, we do have way too much. And this may be, like, a degenerate better's paradise, though, because you think of all the action that we have coming up to tomorrow and really this weekend – where you've got the NFL slate starting on Thursday, you've got rivalry weekend in college football, the World Cup is going on, and you've got NBA action as well. I mean, we've got a little bit of everything that that the betters can can dive in on and and look at because there's so much action going on in in November of all months. No, it's true. And, you know, I'm starting to get into college hoops, which usually I'm locked in already, but it's just gotten so tough because we have college football and the NFL going down, obviously, but also with the transfer portal. I mean, even coaches leaving. You know, you got John Shire taking over at Duke. I mean, you know, Villanova has a new head coach. I still can't believe Jay Wright is retired. He's only, what, 60 years old. 
But I've been diving into college hoops. Like, I really like this Arizona team. In fact, they're going to start up. They're going to tip off here in a couple hours. They play against Creighton. Ooh, man, Creighton looks good right now, too. Both teams undefeated. Arizona's a three-point favorite. Really like them, actually, in a couple hours for a little bonus pick. But, man, I love it. Like, I shouldn't complain, but we got college football. Um, you know, a really good slate always on Friday the day after Thanksgiving. And then tomorrow, I mean, the World Cup. It's awesome. It just doesn't feel like real yet because I'm so used to watching it in June, you know, like in the summer and going to those like summer watch along parties, although it's been a while since we've had the U.S. in there. Uh, So that's been pretty nice, the one match. So it's awesome, man. There's so much and there's so much to get to. It makes the show really easy, especially when you have four hours, 20 hours every single week because you could hit on everything. And the best part about it now is like gambling's pretty much legalized everywhere. We just finally opened up in Maryland today. So today's the first time I've been able to wake up in the morning and place a bet, not have to drive to Washington, D.C. But it's so tempting, and you also have to be very careful. Like, this is what I tell everybody, because you have college hoops. There's 120-somewhat games or whatever. You have college football. You have the NBA still and all these prop bets and all these added bonuses. You just have to be careful and watch your wallet, because when, when there's 400 and 500 options a day, uh, you know, it's kind of tempting to play them all. <laughs> okay, I've got a question about college basketball because here's the thing with college hoops: like everybody has their team that they that they follow, or you keep your ta- you keep tabs on, and you know them. How do you attack? Like, there, I mean, there's 300 some teams, and some of these lines and that you see in college hoops in these preseason games are absolutely insane. How do you go about just kind of wrapping your head around the world of college hoops with all of those things that you said? Uh, additionally, the transfer portal and guys like you, know, you have a guy from like uh, you, you know northeastern Louisiana Tech who all of a sudden yeah. was like the five or four time player of the year and he's got a fifth year COVID year and now he's at Kansas and you're like what? Wow, where's this guy yeah. coming from? You got guys coming out of nowhere. How, how do you wrap your head around all of this stuff? And what's crazy is it's not even like guys that leave the small schools to go to the big schools because that I've always understood, right? You start yeah. somewhere small. And then, and then you catch on somewhere. Now, like, a guy will win a national title at Baylor or be in the Final Four on the next year he's at Illinois. It's all about money. Money and – I mean, man, that'd be cool, though, right? Like, especially in college. Like, you know, you go to, you know, UCLA one year and then, say, let's check out USC or let's go to Texas or check out the Midwest and go to Michigan State and party out there. I mean, it's pretty cool, actually, but yeah. it's tough to, to bet this stuff. What I like to do in college hoops – so I covered Northwestern, actually, was my first gig, and it was when Chris Collins took over the program. And he told me this. He's like, you know, in the next 10 years, watch this. It's not going to be all about the Blue Bloods, Kansas, Duke, and Michigan State. And remember a couple of years back, all the Blue Bloods stunk. Yeah. So what I like to do is find those mid-major programs, you know, with solid coaches that are probably going to take bigger jobs the next year. Like last year, it was St. Peter's. And then they got hot at the right time and went on that crazy run. And uh, I like to find these mid-major schools. And I like to play a lot of underdogs, especially early on in the season. Because the difference is, especially with these young teams, Kentucky, you know, Kansas, a lot of one and dones, a lot of just two-year players were at these mid-major teams. Not only are they very well coached at these schools and programs, but they have four-year players, you know, five-year players. And that's why you always see these teams. There's always three or four of them that go on a deep run in the tournament. So I usually like to find dogs, you know, eight-and-a-half, nine-point underdogs, solid teams going against bigger schools and try to attack it that way. Because you could also, every once in a while, sprinkle a little bit on the money line, get plus 400, plus 500. And we always see upsets in college basketball because it's not only us that has no clue. I mean, the, line, the odds makers, you know, the people covering college basketball, nobody really has a clue that first month, two months of the season. I mean, John Calipari said he doesn't even put his defense in until the second month of the season. You always see those Kentucky teams struggle. Those, 
that's usually a fade team for me early on in the season because Kentucky, they don't really run anything. They always get the best players, but it's always kind of a mess for like a month until they get into conference play and then they figure things out. So I just try to fade the young teams and look at those mid-major teams. Love it. Ryan Horvath is our guest, host of BetMGM Tonight, our BetQL Network Insider. I, I don't know if I've seen uh, quite seen a season like this in the NFL or a week like this in the NFL where, and depending on where you're looking right now, we have anywhere between four or five games in the NFL Week thirteen or Week twelve that are double digit lines. I mean, we got, and that's a, that that is huge number in the NFL to have double digit favorites, and we got five of them this week. Um, what do you make of of the the disparity that we're finding now in the the National Football League, where? You know, a 10-point win is a blowout in the NFL. We're used to close margins, and now you have even one of our Thursday games, the, the Bills-Lions is 9.5. You can get it at 10 in some places. I know, and a lot of it is, well, injuries, you know, in the NFL this mm-hmm. time of the year, you know, with some of these double-digit spreads. Like Matthew Stafford was just ruled out. Cooper Cup's still out for the Rams. So they're, I mean, power-rated a, a bottom team in the league. An interesting one, though, so some of it is also overreaction and not just injury, though. Uh, Giants-Cowboys. Yeah. Here's one where the Giants have a ton of injuries and depth issues. They're going to be without their two top corners and their best safety. If this game was played last week, though, the spread would only be seven. Six and a half, seven for Dallas. So that's three points. And, and that's a little bit of an overreaction because you had Dallas steamroll a one-loss Vikings team, and the Giants lost and looked very bad in that game. But I think that's what it comes down to, you know, is there's always this perception on some teams. Like, I like betting dogs. This weekend, if I had to choose one, I mean, I think it's at 9.5 right now, but it might trend towards 10. I know how good the Niners are looking right now, but yeah. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. The Saints still have a lot of talent on that roster. They're not mathematically eliminated yet. So I like the Saints plus 9.5. But that's that's what it comes down to, injuries and then overreaction. This team stinks. This team's malum event. But I do not like laying big favorites. The one that I probably would, to be honest with you guys, is the Bills, because now the Lions have won three straight games. It looks yeah. like they're a real NFL football team, but they're not. Like, they beat the Packers. That's my team a couple weeks ago. They're brutal. They're power-rated like the fourth-worst team in the league right now. The Lions can't stop the run. The Bills, even though they don't want to run the football, are still top ten in rushing, usually because of Josh Allen. Uh, the Lions can't stop the pass. Josh Allen's probably going to have a huge bounce-back game after a couple stinkers. And then you have the Bills' defense, who the Lions like to run the football. Bills are a top-five unit against the run. They're just getting healthy in the secondary – I just I really like the Bills tomorrow, and I hear everybody picking the Lions, and it makes sense. They're hot right now. They're double-digit dogs. Everybody likes Dan Campbell. I just think this is going to be a good get-right spot for the Bills. And also, favorites on Thanksgiving and these double-digit favorites, I want to say 18-6 and six since 2004. I know they're hitting at a 73% clip. So, like, it's the one day. Thanksgiving's the one day that the public kind of has their way with the market, and it's the one day where I just I like playing the favorites usually, man, especially when it's the Bills and the Lions. Everybody's watching the game. It's a standalone game. Since I've been born in the early, like, mid-'80s, the Lions have done nothing but stink on Thanksgiving Day and get blown out. So I'm going to go with the team that's favored to win the Super Bowl over the Detroit Lions with my money. Okay, you, you mentioned your Packers, and this this is the line that I uh, wanted to ask you about. The Packers and Eagles, seven. Uh, opened at six. It's moved to seven, but – is the only reason why that number – because this feels like it should be like an eight and a half nine point line because the Eagles have been that 
impressive uh, over the course of the season, their body of work. Is this just Aaron Rodgers um, not being more than a touchdown over the Eagles, or what's behind this line? Yeah, because I would make this eight, eight and a half, yeah. and, and and we'll wait and see what the final injury report says for Green Bay. I mean, but the thing with the injuries is they can't get any worse. They're without their best pass rusher, Rashad Gary. I think that's what exactly what it is, because and especially because man, the books, the market's been burned by Aaron Rodgers as a dog. I mean, they didn't beat the Bills, but they covered against the mm-hmm. Bills, and then they covered and won outright against Dallas. So I think what it comes down to is yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers getting a lot of respect from the market. But the problem is. Aaron Rodgers is playing right now with a broken thumb, we find out. And, you know, Christian Watson's came on the last couple of weeks. I really like him. But Romeo Dobbs is still hurt. Uh, they actually – they pretty much just booted Sammy Watkins off the off the depth chart today. I mean, Randall Cobb came back last week. But, like, listen to these names I'm bringing up to you guys. I, I would have to play the Eagles. This is this is a nightmare matchup. I don't bet against Green Bay. If I were to, I would, I would hammer the Eagles because the Packers are 32nd against the run. The Eagles are a top-five rushing team. The Packers just got torched. They actually just shut down Derrick Henry. You know, I mean, shut him down. He had, what, 90 yards in the game, but he didn't go for a buck 20 against the worst run defense. But it was because Ryan Tannehill, who's playing with a high ankle sprain on one leg, torched him for 340 yards through the air. So I don't know what the hell Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and all those guys are going to do to that secondary that's overrated. Uh, Yeah, I think it's lights out for Green Bay. And then we'll see what then the interesting thing is going to be, do they shut down Aaron Rodgers? You could use the thumb as an excuse and evaluate Jordan Love because you only have one season to do that now. Or do you have Rodgers work with these young receivers and play through an injury and play on a 4-5 or five win team? It's going to be interesting if they lose that game. But I don't. I usually bet Rodgers is a touchdown or more favorite, not in this spot, even on primetime. I think they're going to get demolished. All right, uh, before we let you go here, I, I've got just a question. I, you, you sparked my interest on the 73% win rate for the favorites on Thanksgiving Day. Are there any other trends uh, surrounding kind of Thanksgiving week um, in the NFL that, that stick out, like teams having to travel and go on the road after Thanksgiving or, or anything like that, that that may benefit the betters out there? You know, not the only one, yeah, and, and, and I know that it's 18-6 and six since 2004, so that's 73%. And that's Thanksgiving road favorites, not just favorites. That's Thanksgiving road favorites. That's, and that's why I like the Bills so much in that spot. So that's even more impressive. You figure the home team's going to cover the big number. To be honest, the only other trend that I really care about this weekend is we get Kirk Cousins in a primetime game without <laughs> his left tackle. Without Darisaw, you guys, going against Bill Belichick's defense that gave up, what, 100 yards to the Jets? They're top five in DVOA on every individual down. My trend, 11-17 and 17 against the spread in primetime games is Kirk Cousins. So I love, love New England this weekend as plus two-and-a-half favorites. I'm um, sorry, dogs. I would actually probably make them a favorite. I don't know how they're going to score. That's the problem. If you watch that game against the Jets, I mean, man, that's four hours of your life. You'll never get back. The punt return was the only interesting thing. Zach Wilson put together the worst performance I've ever seen from a quarterback. But still, the Pats' defense looks good, man. So I think they might beat the Vikings. I think the Vikings, I think we really overrated the Vikings. They're in a bad NFC North where their only competition is the Packers team that we just got done ripping. So um, I think they come back down to earth here the next couple weeks. And they're very overrated defensively. I think New England's going to run the ball down their throats. Love it. Ryan Horvath, check him out on BetMGM tonight. He is our BetQL Network Insider. Uh, really appreciate the time, man. Uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, Ryan. Yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Take care. All right, there he is, Ryan Horvath. Uh, BetMGM tonight. Go find it wherever you get your podcast. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.